Hello and welcome to Conversations with, a podcast of The Lancet Oncology. My name is Marcy and today we will be talking with Harriet Ramgay about her and colleagues' study on the global burden of cancer in 2020 attributable to alcohol consumption. Harriet, welcome. We know that excessive alcohol consumption can have bad consequences to health. How are alcohol and cancer linked? Drinking alcohol can increase the risk of at least seven different cancer types. These include oral and pharyngeal cancers, as well as cancers of the esophagus, liver, colon, rectum and breast. There are several ways that drinking alcohol can cause cancer. The main pathway is through the metabolism of alcohol to acetaldehyde, which can cause DNA damage and stop DNA repair. Alcohol can also induce inflammation and oxidative stress, leading to further DNA damage. Alcohol also damages the cells of the liver and can cause liver cirrhosis, which is a major risk factor for liver cancer. Drinking alcohol can lead to changes in the regulation of hormones, such as estrogen, which can increase the risk of breast cancer. Alcohol also increases the risk of head and neck cancer for smokers, as it can worsen the carcinogenic effects of other substances, such as tobacco. These are just some of the pathways that have been proposed, and many of these pathways are interlinked and show the complexity of the relationship between alcohol and cancer. So what are the main findings of this new study? We estimated that more than 740,000 cases of cancer in 2020 were caused by drinking alcohol, which is 4% of cancers globally and more than 2,000 cases per day. We found differences between men and women, with men representing three quarters of the total burden of cancer caused by alcohol. The cancer types which contributed the most cases attributable to alcohol were cancers of the esophagus, liver and breast. And when looking at different regions of the world, the proportion of new cancer cases attributable to alcohol were lowest in Northern Africa and Western Asia, and were highest in Eastern Asia and Central and Eastern Europe. We also looked at the impact of different levels of alcohol intake and found that the largest burden of cancers was caused by risky and heavy drinking of more than 20 grams of pure alcohol per day, which may be the equivalent of more than two standard drinks per day but we found that light or moderate drinking of up to two alcoholic drinks per day has a significant impact on the global burden of cancer and caused more than 100,000 cases in 2020. We know that assessing alcohol consumption is difficult because most measures are based on self-reporting tools rather than biological markers. What are the implications or consequences of this? That's an important point and would be one of the limitations if only using data from self-reporting tools or surveys. The alcohol estimates that we used tried to adjust for this misreporting, which is commonly underreporting in surveys. So we tried to adjust for this by using population-level data on alcohol consumption, using statistics on production, sales and taxation of alcohol products. The alcohol estimates we used also incorporated results on unrecorded alcohol intake, 
This was from surveys and expert opinion in specific countries. And they also incorporated tourist alcohol consumption data as well. But it's true that in the studies where we obtained information on the increased risk of cancer, so observational studies, self-reported alcohol use was the most common way of measuring the participants' exposure. And this isn't ideal. We need to address these limitations in measurement of alcohol intake. So biomarkers might provide a good solution to getting accurate and reliable estimates. As Professor Justice said in the comment on our study, until we address these limitations in measurement, we might be underestimating health risks, especially cancer risks, associated with alcohol. What are the main recommendations of this paper for governments and other policymakers? In our study, we conclude that alcohol consumption causes a substantial burden of cancer globally, and this is shown even at lower levels of drinking. But alcohol's impact on cancer is often unknown or overlooked. So we call for increased awareness about the link between alcohol consumption and cancer risk among policymakers and the general public, as we know that awareness is currently low. In our study, we refer to the World Health Organization's list of best buys for tackling non-communicable diseases. And for alcohol, these involve cost-effective policies to increase taxation on alcohol, limit purchasing availability, and reduce marketing of alcohol brands to the public. There's also some evidence that adding cancer warnings to alcohol labels, similar to those used on cigarette packets, might discourage people from purchasing alcohol products and increase awareness of the link between alcohol and cancer. But we know that effective implementation of these policies relies on enforcement and regulation. And these things aren't always available in low and middle income settings. So local context is essential for successful policy around alcohol and will be key to reducing the burden of cancer attributable to alcohol consumption. Thank you very much for agreeing to speak with us today. This study is now available online at lancetoncology.com and with our August issue.